0: It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Friday episode. And I'm so glad that you have chosen to join us. So glad that you are here with us today as we bring this week to a close here on the podcast. And we're in our second week of our three-week series, Christmas for the Hurting. We know Christmas. It's a time of celebration. It's a time of rejoicing. It's a time of remembering Jesus stepped into the world. What an amazing God we serve. But it's also a time when many of us remember good Christmases in the past, times with loved ones, and some of those loved ones are gone. But in the middle of that time, in the middle of that pain, Jesus offers us real peace, real comfort, real power, Christmas for the hurting. He is with you even in your time of pain. And that's what we're going to talk about today because in Isaiah 9, 6, it says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name will be called... And the last name is Prince of Peace. He is Sar Shalom, the one who gives peace to his people. And today we're going to talk about how he gives us peace in the middle of storms. I know many of you have gone through storms, certainly when I lost my firstborn child, Uh, Unexpectedly, that was a storm, the the type of storm you can't even imagine, you can't even fathom. When my father passed just a year later, that was such a storm, and, uh, you know, that was such a difficult time for my mother and the whole family. I know what it's like to be in a storm. Well, before I get into how Jesus brings peace, let me ask you this question. Now, it's Christmas time, so here in Michigan, we don't really have them right now, but who likes thunderstorms? You know, in, in the summer, we get big thunderstorms in Michigan. In winter, we don't really get them. You may be watching in the Philippines, Singapore, someplace that gets uh, Australia this season. You guys are in summer. You get thunderstorms now. But who likes thunderstorms? Many of you might actually say, yeah, I like them. You know, once we get a little bit older, it's interesting to see the lightning. It's interesting to hear the thunder. But let me tell you who does not like thunderstorms. Children. Children hate thunderstorms. And, uh, you know, my daughter, Anna, is uh, just uh, she actually turns 10 tomorrow. So please wish Anna a happy birthday. But Anna turns 10 tomorrow, but she still hates thunderstorms. You know, she hates the noise. She hates the unpredictability. When is the thunder going to boom? And all of my kids, you know, Caleb and Evan, when they were young, they were exactly the same. They don't like the thunderstorms. They don't like the noise. I've never had pets, but from what I've heard, Pets hate thunderstorms. You know, it causes a lack of peace in the whole house when uh, when the dogs are barking and everything else. You know who else wouldn't like thunderstorms? Some of us may say now that we live in modern, nice, big, sturdy houses. We might say, yeah, I like a good thunderstorm. Well, you know when we wouldn't like one? If we didn't have a home. If we were not inside our nice homes we would not like thunderstorms, no matter how old we are. And I tell you one time, you definitely would not like a thunderstorm would be if you were on a boat, alone on the boat, without modern equipment, on the boat trying to fish. You wouldn't like a storm. It wouldn't be like, oh, nice, look at this, listen to the thunder. No, it would be terrifying. And of course, in Mark 5, we can read a story of a time Jesus and his disciples were caught on a boat in the Middle of Of a great storm. Mark 5, starting in verse 35. On that day, when evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. So Jesus had just delivered uh, a man with a legion of demons. He had just cast out the demons, set the man free. He brought peace this very day to that man full of demons. Now, him and his disciples are just going on a boat to get to the other side. You know, it's routine. It's easy. It's like just driving to the other side of town. But then something happens in verses 37 and 38. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, "'Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?' The wind and waves start howling and start beating down on the boat. So extremes, with such intensity, it says they were breaking the boat. The disciples are very worried that they're going to sink. Water is filling the boat. It's becoming very dangerous. The disciples are all in a frantic panic. What's Jesus doing? He's sleeping. On a cushion. He's not only sleeping, but he has his head on a cushion asleep. You see, Jesus knew it wasn't his time. He knew what his father had called him to do. He knew things were fine, but his disciples were not so sure. And the disciples actually make a shocking statement. They shake Jesus and they go, Don't you care? Don't you care that we're perishing? You know, it was, they should not have said that, but it revealed what was going on in their hearts. They were in an absolute panic. Jesus is just asleep. Have you ever felt like those disciples? You are walking through the greatest pain of your life. You're walking through the greatest fear of your life. Maybe some of you watching right now, you're going through economic anxiety, and you don't know where the food, where the paycheck's going to come to get food for the next day. You don't know how you're going to pay for your house. You don't know how you're going to provide for your kids. You're in such panic. Maybe some of you, it's a health issue, and you just don't know how you're going to make it. You don't know if you're going to get better. You don't know what's going to happen to your child and his or her health issue. And you're so worried. And you see Jesus sitting on his throne and he doesn't seem worried. And you want to shake him and you say, Jesus, don't you know I'm hurting? Jesus, don't you know I'm in grief? Jesus, don't you know I'm in fear? That's what the disciples said. And of course, when we see them do it, we can so easily say, oh, guys, that that was so foolish. You should not have said that. You should never say that to Jesus. And they shouldn't have. But sometimes we may do the same. We may not actually say it, but we may be seeing it. We may be feeling it. We may be thinking it. What did Jesus do when the disciples woke him up? Verse 39, And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus rebuked the wind. He calmed the storm and he put, he put an end to the storm. Notice what he also did to the disciples. He said, Hey, do you still have so, such little faith? He, he gently reprimanded them. You know, it's like the way you would talk to a child you know, don't you understand what I'm doing? Don't you understand who I am? You see, Jesus was able to sleep because he knew God's plan in his life. He was living on mission, so he had no fear. And he just asked the disciples, have faith. And I believe if you're going through a dark time, difficult time, and you've been thinking, Jesus, why don't you see me? Jesus, why don't you care? He would remind you today. Why do you have such little faith? I'm with you. I'm here to comfort you. I'm here to walk with you. He's not here to, to scold you in the sense of like, you terrible uh, follower, I'm rejecting you. But he is here to teach you and to reprimand you gently and say, hey, keep your eyes on me. In the middle of this health problem, in the middle of this economic problem, in the middle of this brief, of this grief, don't think I'm not with you. I am with you. I, can, I will calm the storm at the right time. I will deliver you at the right time. Keep your eyes on me. I am with you. Keep your faith in me. Jesus gives peace in any storm. Thank you for watching. We'll be back next week on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it, and email us at the eight minute devotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.